Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Bonus of the Mind is brought to you by Karma Cola, my favourite type of cola. In fact, just this uh, weekend I went to get some scrambled eggies, which I love, and a bit of saucy on the side. And you know what I had with it? I had a goddamn Karma Cola. And not because they're giving me money, and not because they do good things for people. They give to charity, and they are a charity. They're a company charity. They're a charity company. Not because of that, because it tastes delicious. So for the love of God, listen to this and then listen to me. Bye Karma Cola. And welcome <sighs> to Boners of the Mind. My name is Rose Matafeo and I'm here with Alice Sneddon. You know what I don't think? I think there's enough good meditation podcasts. Have you ever listened to a meditation podcast, like getting a, a sleepy podcast where they kind of lull you to sleep? No. Um, well, I've listened to a lot of them and they're terrifying. Uh, one of them is just a guy. Basically, he just talks about nonsense. Yeah. Oh, shout out if you're listening though. You are cool. Like I do appreciate you and your work you do and your voice is cool. But he just talks about nonsense um, for like an hour and a half straight and people apparently fall asleep to that. But this is a really good in in to our topic of today, meditation, uh, sleep relaxation podcast. I was listening to one recently. And <laughs> hold on, hold on. Have you just nominated that the topic of No no no. Oh okay. No, no, no. I haven't changed the topic. <laughs> I Can just I just say the... before you start, what's really interesting was that pre undoing my pants, I was really feeling the urge to burp. Yeah. Post undoing them. I felt the urge to fart. It's going. It's going downstairs. Yeah, but well, I mean, it rises. How is that? No, it know. does not. It doesn't, doesn't rise it? in your body. It doesn't have other. That is not a true fact because I want uh, people, fans of the podcast know I love to talk about my surgeries. But I once oh, had go. a surgery where it's keyhole. So in order to see what's going on in there, they pump you full of gas, right? Really? And then post-operatively, one of the symptoms is that you get a lot of gas in your shoulders because it rises if you sit up. So you get sore shoulders. So they have to lie you down and you've got to. <laughs> Wait. So hang on. The gas goes. Where does it go in your shoulders? Because it just rises up like through like, I don't know, there must just be like space in your body. In I don't between understand. the skin and the muscle? Yeah. And you just like kind of push it out? Well, if you, so after the surgery. You, so farts can come from shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think this is like generalized gas in the body. Because I think most of your gas is like generated in your like stomach, right? Presumably. Gas is crazy. Gas is crazy. Gas is crazy. But um, so post-operatively, they're like, lie down for a bit and they don't let you go until you pass gas because they need to know you can get it out. A fart tax. <laughs> is that That's a tax what they call you. That's why they call you fucking shark. <laughs> <laughs> the way, 
Fucking chat. Fucking chat. Rose fucking chat, <laughs> Metabio. Um, You're a sniper. I'm a sniper. I am the sniper. Yeah. I just hone in and I just get straight to what everyone's thinking. Um, everyone's just... So I listen to relaxation sleep podcasts because I can't sleep when I'm, yeah. uh, um, especially when I'm overseas and quite lonely and depressed. Um, but That's on topic of today's biggest fears. Carry yeah. on. But no, it is on topic because um, uh, I was listening to one and I couldn't listen to the weekend because I was terrified of the, of the idea that this person on this app for meditation and relaxation was lulling me into a false sense of security <laughs> to the point where they were going to go, okay, and breathe deeply and you're just lulling yourself. Ah! Like, I was so scared that they were going to scream. That they were going to jump out and kill you. Or, or that the voice was going to start going, start yeah. describing my surroundings mm-hmm. and then saying that they were, a person was coming down my hallway to kill me. Oh, that's so scary. Is that scary? Yeah, but also you've seen too many movies. <laughs> like, I haven't. No, I am. Um, <laughs> I have. I have. I'm a bit of a. Uh, You're a cinephile. I'm a cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> I ashamed to say I am a cinephile. Yeah. I do own a thousand movies you see before you die on a book form. Bras um, are oppressive. Eh? They are. Yeah. Do, are you gonna ta- are you gonna unhook your bra? No, I was thinking about it, Should but I, I, no, I didn't feel comfortable. No, I'll go to the supermarket. You don't have to go to the supermarket. You know, I'm not. I was never gonna go to the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I support you in going there, getting me a little paddle. <laughs> Well, I have to get like a big box of them. That's all right. <laughs> okay, that's all right. I give you my card. No. Go crazy. I got my credit card. No, um, please take mine. Get the cash out. Okay. Um. So this this plays into what we want to discuss today, which is um uh our biggest fears. Yeah. We want to talk about our biggest fears. Um, which is something I actually often don't talk about. Uh. I don't think I've actually articulated my biggest fears. And so I'm looking forward to hearing of yours and mine okay. and immortalizing them on this podcast that will be sent into space <laughs> one day to commemorate uh, the good work that and we've done here. And listen to other people who can hold it against us forever. Oh, that's fuck. actually one oh of my, my biggest fears is not being liked. But I mean, I oh, know no. that's more abstract. But I, whilst I thrive off criticism, mm-hmm. when I know it's true, I, it's like the most horrible thing to hear. Um. I I just thought that your fear would be um, that someone's going to listen to this podcast, mm. uh, hear about our deepest fears, and then start m- like manufacturing a sore type hellscape uh, set of challenges for us <laughs> that are based on our biggest fears. So it's clear that one of your biggest fears is that you will one day either be, be murdered or you'll be in sore. Yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting that you say that because mine is kind of the counteractor to that. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest fears is that I'll murder someone. I feared this as well. Um, you can't just leave me. I'm not minimizing it, your grief. I'm not minimizing your grief. I'm not minimizing it. Okay. Okay. I'm maximizing it because I'm sitting with you and I'm. Should I talk about you. when this first happened? Please do. Okay. I'm worried I've mentioned it on the podcast already, but maybe I have. <laughs> That's one of your biggest fears. You mentioned it. Repetition is one of your biggest fears. Repetition is one of my biggest fears. No. So okay. So one time I got stoned. Yeah. And um. As some sort of either I was already suffering from anxiety and this was like the weed just like heightened something I was already feeling that existed inside of me, which I truly believe because yeah. I don't think weed in and of itself causes extreme paranoia. Mm-hmm. But I got high. I got extremely yeah, paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. 420, 420. Naughty boy, naughty boy. <laughs> I'm the naughty boy of the you podcast. You definitely are the naughty boy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm high and I'm hanging out with two of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, oh, God damn it. Where did it come from? 
Where did it come out? It was out my mouth. Oh, I don't know God. what it, I don't know what I physically what don't know what's today? going on inside of my body. You are quite gassy. I am quite gassy. Um, I don't know why. You're I, gassiest clay. I'm gassy. <laughs> oh, that's actually I will forever be known as that. No, it's not inappropriate. No, R.I.P. Lived yeah. a good life. He's yeah, well, fine. Yeah, it's good. He's fine. He's him. fine. So I'm high and I'm with two of my closest friends and we're watching mov- the movie Bridesmaid. Shout out to Bridesmaid. Shout out to the cast and crew of Bridesmaids. Bridesmaid is get in touch. To get together. in touch. <laughs> Please get in touch. We're very much interested in working um, with you. Having a good time. And then all of a sudden uh, I got this like overwhelming sensation that these two people were about to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit! This is similar to what you're what, concerned in the movie? about." The people, the cast of the no, movie, no, the two or? friends I was oh, watching yeah. it with, cool. and I think it's similar to what you're concerned about. I was like, in my mind, I started thinking, "Are they lulling me into some sort of like false sense of safety?" Yeah. So then I look over to the corner of the room. Yeah. And because I just moved into the house, I was hanging pictures and stuff on the wall. So in the corner of the room, in the living room, is a hammer. Yeah. And now in my mind, I start thinking, oh, fuck, they're about to kill me. So I'm like, well, I have to defend myself. Oh my I've got to make my way over to the corner of the room oh. and get the hammer. Yeah. And then it, and then I'll kill them to save myself. Only if it comes to it. Mm. I'm not going to kill them off the bat. Only in self-defense. So how did you get out of that situation? Well, it was at that point when I'm thinking about getting the hammer to save myself that another little voice in my head was like, hold up. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> The vibes, the vibes, man, in your <laughs> yeah, brain. Yeah. The vibes was, of this is uh, unchill. Yeah, I was like, this is not chill. So I was like, you need to excuse yourself from this situation. <laughs> so that's just what I did. I was like, I'm time for bed. I had a very similar. Oh, no, I haven't very, finished my story. Oh, sorry. Yet. Okay, go. So I get up, I go to bed. Yeah. I go to my bedroom. Don't my tell me you bedroom. actually killed someone. <laughs> this is better not be the punchline of this. Would that be story. uncomfortable? It would probably make me uncomfortable. Okay, well, I don't kill someone in this. Cool. I go to bed, mm-hmm. shut the door. I get, the door doesn't lock. I don't have a lock on my bedroom door. So I just get the only things I could in my room, a chair, mm-hmm. a pillow, bedside table, and I barricade the door mm-hmm. shut. And then I'm like, do the most wholesome thing I can think of. So I open my computer and I watch the pilot of Full House. Mm-hmm. And then I fell asleep. That's awesome. But ever since that moment, what I think happened in that moment was it triggered something in my brain where I'm like, oh, we're all capable of killing. And then I became concerned about like, then I became just like obsessed with the idea mm-hmm. that I could kill someone. Like that was, I was physically mm-hmm. and mentally capable of it. And then I was yeah. like, how do I know I'm not just going to do it in my sleep? That was the thing that I had insomnia for a while. Cause I was like, how do I, yeah. how do you trust yourself? Oh, so, okay. So I've got, I could speak to that. Okay, so I, I can speak to a lot of those things in what you just said. I think smoking weed is a very, and, and I think I'm a similar personality type to you, in that having a, a sense of control over things is very important for us. Mm-hmm. And then taking drugs that um, uh, kind of take away that sense of control, even a little bit in anxious times, mm-hmm. makes you, uh, taps into something that I think, as we've talked about before, um, is I think quite... Um, maybe natural to woman mm. is to think of the worst case scenario and to imagine the worst thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes power away from that idea and sometimes it gives it power. And when you're high, it gives that lack of control yeah. gives those uh, thoughts that power. Yeah. And so you 
uh, terror, like are terrified of what you could do, but you know you're not going to do it. This speaks to one of my other experiences of being high. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four this 20, is when I was living in a flat. Funnily enough, I just moved into a flat with Tim Bat, who's our producer, Lampire. We got stoned and we were all sitting around watching movies. And I also think there's another theory that movies are bad to watch sometimes when you're high because they tap into something where you're watching something that is existing with like outside, like a little reality outside of your reality at the moment. So it gives you this weird kind of touchstone that's weird. Although speaking to that, one time I watched South Park with the sound off but I played really heavy rap music and it looked like the characters were (laughs) (laughs) and that was fucking dark. Well, I I watched this, I just moved into this flat and we're watching um, um, American Pie, no, American Wedding. Yeah. And I was watching it Mm -hmm. and I was watching it and I was so, and I was thinking to myself as I was watching it I was like I'm making up this movie <laughs> in my head right now and it's happening and I have to tell them <laughs> and it's so embarrassing because I've just moved in here and I don't want to tell them that I'm making up this movie in my head right now that I'm like everything that Chris Klein is doing on screen at the moment is because I'm thinking it in my head and it's happening on screen I've never been so sure that I was literally creating a movie on a screen that's very funny um and I think, and I was, I was, I just, I can't smoke. I don't think I can smoke weed anymore. I too think much. I enjoyed it so much when I was younger. Like that reminded me of a time where I did. Uh, I was smoking. Like we used to smoke a lot of water buckies, like self-made oh, water buckies. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were so fun. Yeah, good. you just get like an icy bucket of water <laughs> <laughs> and chop the bottom off like yeah. a Coke bottle. Chuck it was a little very scientific thing to be honest. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. um, I remember so clearly like sitting around an outdoor table with my friends in high school and smoking a water bucket, and then just like. <laughs> Speaking in what I thought was like the tightest German accent for the rest of the night. <laughs> I afterwards I was like, "Fuck, that was good. That was so oh good." And I was like destroying the room. That's great with this German accent. But going back to my thing about like you saying like you you can relate to the idea of like worrying about the fact that you'll kill someone, but you know that you're not. That incident genuinely destabilized my the like bit in me that's like but i won't do that and that took me so long to get back right but the way i got it back was actually from listening to another podcast Mm -hmm. i had been in therapy about it how do you listen to another podcast i know i'm sorry i'm i'm loose like that (sighs) wow yeah but i listened to it and it was about this like uh, there's a word for it it's called like spontaneous something thoughts Mm -hmm. i can't remember it Anyway, and it spoke about this guy who'd had a similar thing about how something had just like triggered in his brain and then all of a sudden he was having all of these nasty thoughts and, the exa- and it manifested in this anxiety that he was going to do something. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called. Invisibilia. Yeah, yeah. there's the podcast. But podcast. I mean, I don't know what the name of the thing is that it's called. Anyway. Please out that um, li- mention of another podcast, please. <laughs> yeah. No podcast outside Little Empire Podcast Network are going to be mentioned or shouted out in this fucking podcast. And I, that is the last time I'll say it. Are you burping or are you thinking? No, I was thinking. Okay. Now, every time I take a break, you're going to think that I'm burping and not, but I'm actually also quite thoughtful. Can I speak Any- to what you were saying about <laughs> s- sleeping? Think of doing stuff in your sleep? <laughs> yeah, okay. You speak to that and then I'm going to speak to something that you say. <laughs> okay. I'm going to speak to that and that um, when I was younger, I genuinely had um, fears that I was going to get a knife in my yeah. sleep and stab all my family to death. 
Yes, um, I slept. I know exactly. I know. What I, I, know. I, I slept walked a lot. Like, oh, I slept really? walked to the yeah. point where I once slept walk out of the house. And my dad was like, "Hey, where are you going?" And I was like, "Oh, walk back in." <laughs> um, but but I had I once had a dream, very vivid dream, and I'd never forget it. Where um, it was the scariest dream. I was very young, and I remember I, I would always be sitting in my room. My dad came home from work, and my dad, I remember it, and I looked in the hallway. My dad had come home from work, but he was wearing like a red. Sh- shirt that I'd never seen him wear before and he was like hi honey and I was like hi and he went to the kitchen and then my dad came through the hallway and walked through to the kitchen wearing his normal black shirt that he wore to work and so basically the first first dad was a manifestation of what I thought was the devil and I went and took a knife and killed him in my dream. <gasps> no shit. And I was unsure whether or not I killed my real dad or the devil. That is terrifying. Isn't that most terrifying dream? That is the most terrifying thing. <laughs> oh, shit. I think if I, I, if I can, No, 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 no. You didn't. If I can speak to that. Yeah. One time I had a dream, right? Where yeah. I just got the sick cycle bicycle. <laughs> Of course. And my training wheels were off. Like I'd mastered it, right? Yeah. And then I had this thing happen where I was riding up and down my driveway and around it at this point it had like turns in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like no handsing it so confidently. And then the next day I was so un I was like couldn't I didn't know if that had actually happened the day before or if I dreamt it Mm -hmm. and then there was nobody around to confirm whether or not it had happened. And then I was like too afraid to try it Mm. in case it actually hadn't happened in real life. So I never know hands rode a bicycle again. Honestly, that's (laughs) And so I think that's a similar thing about, um, like knowing how do you know what is your reality and what isn't your reality? I also dreamed that the devil survived and he flew away in a hot air balloon. I think I dreamt I once ran over my dad with a car. Is yeah. that a similar thing? But I was like, woke up and I was crying. So I was like, that's a good sign. Oh, yeah. I woke up from these dreams quite like weeping and stuff. What are other weird dreams um, I've had? I have, um, okay, so my biggest, my big fears. So we've touched on, so what have we, what have we got so far? We've got biggest fears is um, killing, uh, killing someone. someone. Um, I'd say being killed. That's also a huge one, but I've more specifically being killed with like an axe or a knife. Um, axe or a knife, yes. I mean, because yes. I think I could be killed by a gun. Like, I get I, that's terrifying, but to me, like more terrifying is the idea of having. And I please bleep this out: having my throat slit. Oh my god! I know. Do you feel like um watching things like Game of Thrones? Please bleep that out. Uh, and. <laughs> Uh, stuff like that. There is no media outside. This I mean, podcast. I can't say stuff like that because that's the only thing I said. Game of Thrones. I stopped watching Game of Thrones because I, my mum always said to me when I was younger, like with with scary stuff and like I was quite mm. scared of scary movies and stuff because I have very very vivid imagination in, t- in terms of that stuff. Not really in helpful creative ways, yeah. but mostly in vivid imagination and worst case scenarios and I biggest fears. That's true. Um, and <laughs> my mum would tell me, um, well, once like, when I had a nightmare, I remember she had to come into my bed and, 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 you know, she held me and she's, she, she, <laughs> oh had to, she had to like, when you said your mum had to come into your bed and I don't know why this happened. My instinct. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's no, really Alice, that's, that's really weird. weird. But you didn't stop it from saying it. I out know loud. because I felt like I had to unburden sure, myself sure, with the fact yeah. that I had that. You burden me with that now. <laughs> I 
that's nice. But like, gratefully, I appreciate oh you God. taking that off my shoulders. Um, but she'd she'd get it to me. I do it to the same for my my kid. I I I'd like I, I'd hold yeah, him and yeah, go. Yeah, big time. Big it's time. fine. You can you can you can get to sleep. Mm-hmm. I remember her very specifically just being like, just think of Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> to calm me down just because he, he was a celebrity crush. Oh, I remember that. Not but, now. Um, <laughs> no, no, not now. Not now. Um, but uh, not now, bitch. <laughs> I feel like that's the time you were saying that. But what was I saying? Um, uh. Scary. Oh, it's a vivid imagination. Yes. Oh, and my mum always, always tell me that like once you see that stuff, um, it just, you can't really delete it from your brain. Like yeah. it's there like, it's 100% and, and it exists there. Yeah. and stuff like Game of Thrones and stuff. I'm like, I honestly just don't need to see that many people kind That's of. That's how I feel about that woman farting on the cake. Oh man. Have you seen that term? I just want to, yes or no, not. You've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you dirty dog. You dirty dog. You naughty boys. You naughty boy of the podcast. How dare he? How dare he? How dare he? That is not your place. That's not yeah. your video to watch. But there is a video of a woman farting on a cake and it's quite disturbing in my no, eyes. It, okay. She farts on the cake and then she, <laughs> then she lifts herself up off the cake. She, she alights off the cake. <laughs> And then she farts again. Again. What I'm but it's like wondering. A- she, do, you, do you reckon she just had keyhole surgery and a lot of gas in her shoulders? <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Because yeah. um, she had a lot of gas, man. I'm sorry that she had keyhole surgery. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, and I hope, uh, thank you for listening as well and sending in uh, that postcard, the Cake Farts Lady. Uh, and hope That was your, really nice of you. Did not eat the Italy cake you'd beautiful. attached to the postcard. Yeah, it was Didn't feel strange. safe. Um, but if you are looking for something weird to watch, go go look that up. But don't yeah. look it up. It's kind of weird. Once you see it, but it isn't that, oh, it isn't that vein of like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's in that vein of like, before I watched it, I never could imagine what a woman sitting on a cake and farting would look like. And now I know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now I know. And it's in my brain. Yeah. And I, I, feel- can, I can, vis- I can just see it. Yeah. I can see it right now in my brain. Because I don't see I'm many li- anuses. Like I never look at my own yeah, we were having, anus. We we're having because I, I haven't done a my lot of anus terribilis. Oh really? Um, You've looked at your own anus? No, I've tried to, but it's really hard. There's butt cheeks I've, involved. I've seen my own anus. Really? Yeah. Do you look up there in the mirror? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd love to, but I there's too much. I mean, there's too much. I think much I'm quite butt. familiar with my butthole. I feel like my butthole is very far up. It's probably not. Really? Yeah, I, look at I actually think I have a superpower in that I could look at a person and like point to their butt and identify exactly where their butthole well, is. We were talking about that. We do. It's like the same with nipples. Oh, nipples is such an interesting one. When you look at yeah. someone and you're like, there. Yeah. Oh, people can't see what I just did. I put my two hands forward. It's a fun game. I've been playing it on set uh, lately. You just that go is towards a really someone fun game. and you just and you just have to walk towards someone. It's like pin the tail on the donkey with two fingers. All consensual, obviously. Yeah. Two index fingers out, and then you just walk towards them and then touch their nipples. And yeah. if they go, ooh, you've got it. Yeah, I was just trying to think if I've seen any other buttholes. I don't think I have. Up close and personal? No, nah, not up close and personal. Actually, I've the, never only seen another butthole. the only butthole I've ever seen up close and personal was a butthole of a friend, and he had a rash oh. in that area, and I'll protect his name because I'm sure he doesn't <laughs> want it out there. Yeah. But in our living room, he did. <laughs> Downtrailed himself and like like went up on one leg like a dog, <laughs> and I like looked at his butthole to like assess his rash, 
And I was only in the retelling of that story recently to another friend where he was like, that's quite an intimate thing to do. <laughs> that I realized it's quite an intimate thing to do, but it felt purely clinical like I was a medical professional. Absolutely. And you'll be a good mother because I think we'll so. get a butthole rash. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. Well, you know what's weird? Worms and how all kids just got worms. <laughs> and there was, like, I had a stand-up joke about it a long time. Like, yeah. to what extent... Do children have worms that they have to put it in chocolate form? The med- I was medication just about for to it. Say that. I've yeah. got. A, I got a good. I've got just some good killer bits. material. No, killer. my material. My material was basically the joke premise <laughs> was that it was like a lottery of all of the children's medicines and how they get to be administered to the children. And so, like- hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Like vitamin C got like nice chewy lollies and stuff. And then worms got chocolate, and everyone was jealous because they always want they wanted their medications to be covered in chocolate. And how how did it go to the worm powerful worm medication lobby? <laughs> you know, but you don't want to associate worms with chocolate. Like, in what world did they decide that that was the best way to administer that drug? Because they would, I don't know, because they needed it to be tasty. I but guess it's I, maybe like my oh, favorite thing. It's about, like, sorry, kid, you got worms, but here's some chocolate. But my favorite thing about worms is when one person in the family gets it, the whole family's got to be. Treated. How is that? How and is I that? Would, I was always like, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know how you test for worms, and it's the most yes, disgusting thing. I do. Okay, then we don't need to talk about it. It's not. It's fucked so what up. You do. <laughs> is All you I'm go in, is in the middle of the tape. night? Oh, whoa! Hold on, we've got two different theories. You I'll tell you my one. A torch. A torch. Yeah. I got a torch in the middle of the night, and you're seeing if those little cheeky buggers are poking their heads out your butt. But, yeah. <laughs> There's a tape. If you put a, if you if you put a piece of sellotape on your butthole. Yeah. And you take it off, and there's worms attached to that sellotape. Yeah. You got worms. No way. Fuck, that's disgusting, eh? Have you had worms in your we're adult life? We're just a life? fucking. We're just animals, eh? Yeah, no, I haven't. Neither. Um, you get them from cats, though. Apparently, yeah. Cool. We are just animals. Um, I got. I've had ringworm. I've had ringworm also. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. I feel good about it. I've had like quite a lot of things go wrong with me physically. It's a shame, isn't it? I feel more and more comfortable with it are the you, older I get. Is it a fear of yours that more things will happen? Or yes. Hmm. But you have cognitive behavioral therapy to get over it. Yeah. So like after Start my first back surgery, you get therapy to like uh, recover your um, mechanisms of. You're just like healing. learning to trust it and stuff like that. I've never my, had. My, a... I mean, actually, after my second, after my first was a lie. I was just like, dope. I'm back in the game. One of my biggest fears um, is is um, the idea of getting really sick. That I've been really blessed with a relatively mm. health. Like I've been. Healthy. I've never had a, never broken a bone, never had a surgery. That's crazy. And never me. had um, any health, big health problems. Yeah. Um, apart from mental health, am I right? <laughs> um, that was a bit too manic. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but, but yeah, I'm I terrified. Actually... I'm terrified of um, the idea that uh, the the next thing, like statistically, it has to be a huge thing that goes wrong with my body. It's going to be big and it's going to be life changing. Yeah, and I genuinely have the fear that I am going to die before I'm thirty. Yeah, I know that you have that fear. 
Yeah. And you might be, you might be, uh, right. You might be right. What are you looking at? I'm just, I'm looking up. I recently did a thing where you had to talk about all the injuries you've ever had. Oh yeah. Can I ask you out of all these phobias, top hundred phobias, can I ask you like if you're any at all phobic of any of these things? Phobic? Is that? Yeah. yeah. Spiders. Uh, only daddy long legs. Really? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. They're fucking dope. They're fine. Okay. Fear of uh, snakes. What about snakes? Not a threat to us. Nah. Heights? Mm, only over water. Really? I'm quite afraid of heights and I don't, I'd like to deny it. Um, op- fear of open or crowded spaces? No. Dogs? Uh, no, but I find it bizarre that they don't like overtake us. I... F- Okay, bold, bold, uh, bold. Well, they're fucking ruthless animals, Opinion. right? And um, all the time I'm like, why aren't you just lunging at me and like biting into my throat, yeah. killing me and assuming my resources? I have a fear of dogs that actually is deeply rooted. I've never trusted dogs too much because my brothers were like, and when we were very young, they said, don't look them in the eye because they can smell fear. Which is probably true. Thunder and lightning, are you scared of that? No. Nah. Gives me chills though because I think of a spooky, scary Halloween sound effect CD. Um, germs. Nah. No, neither. Uh, flying? Nah. I'm quite Although scared Although I don't like turbulence now. The older I get, the more I don't like turbulence. I am terrified of flight. As soon as I get on a flight, I want to die. Um, oh, fear of holes. Isn't it funny that when you get on a flight, you, know you want to die, even though the thing you're afraid of happening is dying? Yeah. Fear of holes. That's a very common one, apparently. No. Yeah, isn't that weird? I don't have that either. Like, if you look at that, apparently people some, some people look at that and they get grossed out. Tim, do you get grossed out by that? Yeah. I don't, Do you know what that, that? I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, you've looked at, you look at an anus eye to eye, so you're <laughs> definitely not afraid of holes. Um, fear of public speaking? Mm, no. A little bit. I, I, yeah, I get anxious, but yeah, I don't have a fear anxious, of it. Still do it. Some people are petrified of it, you know, Alice. Yeah. All right, here we go. Should I read out the list of injuries I've had in my life? Oh, okay. Or do you think that'll be bad? No, no. Read them out. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Ten years old, scaffold fracture, radius fracture, twelve, first period, thirteen, torn calf muscle. First period does not count as an injury. Okay, you bleed you all of a sudden start bleeding That's once not a an month injury. for the rest of your life practically the rest of your life. It's a beautiful what part is, of being a woman. 14, I don't get my period tonsils more full disclosure. <laughs> Fourteen, tonsils removed, tonsils hemorrhaged. Mm. Oh my god. Fifteen, ovarian cyst removed, first back surgery, split shin open, hematoma. Oh. 16, outward bound, bit by jellyfish, ringworm, giardia, minor tear and hip cartilage, gastro bug. The threshold for these injuries was ending up in hospital or um, getting an x-ray. So you so you got an x-ray at outward bound? <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> why I read that. that in. That's just where all of that happened. Yeah. Um, 17, gastro bug. And then uh, also it was so bad that it was a, it's a benchmark in my life for nothing will ever be worse than this because there was a point in the middle of the gastro bug where I was sitting on the toilet shitting with mm-hmm. diarrhea whilst also vomiting, like the vomiting into a bowl mm. um, that I was holding in my lap. And I thought, remember this moment because it's very rare that. that you'll have um, something that feels as physically gross as this. I had a gastro bug once and I had a similar thing happen to me. But I was young and cute. <laughs> Eighteen shit, to nineteen, spew. That was good. Nineteen to twenty, I got a hematoma on my elbow. What are hematomas? They're like when you get like a bad bruise, but like it fills with blood in that area. Did you have to go to hospital like for huge, it? Yeah, I had to get X-rays because I thought I'd fractured my arm. It's actually quite a good Although, story. Are you are you a, are you a um, hypochondriac? Yeah. yeah, interesting. You'd think so, but I actually don't think I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> you are. No, I'm 100% not a hypochondriac because I had this, eno- the, uh, the elbow thing was like enormous. I was like, don't, you know what? I can't defend myself against that claim. Maybe I am. Maybe I think I am. I, I am so well, I you, mean, ca- you can't fake broken arms, okay? Yeah. You can't fake them. No, you are not a hypochondriac. You've, you've hit a soft spot. I'd, I'd, you've I'd, hit a nerve. I'd argue that you are a very unfortunate hypochondriac. So you already have <laughs> hypochondria, but you also have had a massive amount I of injuries. I definitely have hypochondria now mm. and that I'm worried about. But in saying that, things frequently do go wrong to me. At the beginning of the year, mm. I got a sore tummy. Mm. Turned out I had an appendicitis. Oh, God. And when they removed the appendicitis... They were like, also, you had ovarian cysts that had burst and the fluid was collecting, causing lots of distress. I'm scared that I, I go, th- I've had things that happened to me and I just didn't notice and I haven't done anything okay. about it. Your response to my pain yeah, is it's about to worry talking about my yourself. absence of pain. No, talking you about my absence of pain. <laughs> it's talking about my absence of pain. Do you think, yeah. hey, is a, is a question. Yeah. Do you think people's pain thresholds are different? Very, very different? Yes. Really? Yeah. I think I have an exceptionally high pain. Oh yeah. Okay. Fucking yeah. Right. I, d- I honestly believe that I do now. Yeah. I oh, know. True. Yeah. I do. I do think that's true. And you got a tattoo, a little cheeky tattoo. Yeah, I got a little cheeky tattoo. That hurt. Nah. Oh. Okay. Well, those was uh, that was an uplifting, fine. uplifting Huffington Post well, list of can... Alice Nedden's injuries. <laughs> I didn't even get to the end of it. You cut me off. But the Elmo hematoma one is funny because I did this thing called a lock in, and it was jungle themed. And a lock in is where you just like get locked in a room with people, and you have to finish X amount of alcohol, mm-hmm. and then you're allowed to leave the room. And I was jungle themed. I was dressed as a bear which in hindsight was a poor decision because I was dressed head to toe in brown body paint mm-hmm. with like a little pair of furry shorts on. Mm-hmm. And I came out of the room and there was somebody lying across the doorframe and I tripped over them mm-hmm. and straight into the opposite doorframe, which is where I hit my elbow and then like finished the night off, woke up in the morning with the sore elbow mm-hmm. and it was like all swollen, massive and bruised. And I was like, oh, I better go to the doctor and like didn't look in the mirror or anything and just walked straight to the doctor through um, the quad with what looks like to everybody else just straight up black face. <laughs> oh, God. Did they actually, did people think that? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because I just was... That literally, <laughs> that literally, and I'm so, uh, I'm so excited to say this, that is adding insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, wasn't until I arrived at the doctor The doctor was like I think you might want to <laughs> Clean yourself up <laughs> Oh my god Yeah and then Because of yeah, It's the whole thing I um Well I, I've never done a lock-in Because uh, I don't support Binge drinking culture Neither um, But <laughs> Yeah I, I've um I once I've, My main injuries have been um Twisting ankles and stuff When I'm It's not a real injury No like I proper like Like Sprained it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't believe in sprains. Fuck Walk you. it off. Walk it You're off, a bitch. <laughs> I got a sprain. Just well, when it rains, Walk it, it hurts. off. It's to- completely fine now. Um, yeah, I bet it is. I got flat feet. <laughs> Do you? That hurts a lot. I have scoliosis, but apparently ten percent sciatica. The, yeah, ten percent of the population have that. What is scoliosis? Where your spine bends one direction. One Direction, my favorite band. Hey, shout out to Harry Styles, who's Thank recently you so gone solo. Much for thanks for the getting in contact. Well. Yeah, yeah, that was we really, really nice. appreciate it. I my shirt, it was 
Well, it was too big. Look, you can't get upset about him for that, though, because he was trying to be safe. Mine was too big as well. I just think it's rude. If you're going to send clothes, get the size I right. I think it's worse, you're though. insinuating if, I'm too fat. If Harry had sent, too, like, X small, X small, we would have been disappointed because we wouldn't we'd have been be able to wear them. cartoonishly off base. Be. <laughs> cartoonishly. Okay, so I want to quickly, uh, before we wrap things up, I want to oh. talk. I, I think we should rattle through some quick fire greatest fears. Okay. I don't have any prepared, but okay, I think we I'll, I'll go through some. Shall I? Should we go? Should we go tit for tat? Okay. Uh, afraid of drowning. Oh, that's really good. Um, I'm afraid. Oh, this is this is a bit more detailed. I'm afraid of um, uh, getting my. T- uh, no, actually, this isn't a detailed one. Should I do an emotional one or a physical one? Just do whatever. Okay, I'm very afraid of um getting teeth knocked out. Or um, something spear, spear poking my eye. Uh, I'm afraid of not having kids and regretting it. Oh, I'm afraid of that too. I will co-sign that. I'm afraid <laughs> of the. Um, I'm afraid of the idea that um, um, like an exponentially more larger group of people in the world um really truly hate me and think I'm an awful person that I already know. I know of some. <laughs> I know of some, and they made it clear. I'm afraid of like. That I'm more of an asshole than I realize. Like I think I'm an okay person, but like the, that is not the reality. Mm. I'm afraid of um. I often try and get toast out of a toaster with a knife, and I genuinely think that might you be how I go. Just stop doing that. Problem solved. I, I, so now I know I've started doing wooden chopsticks. Problem solved. Just tip the toaster upside down. Or no pull way. The it's too out many crumbs. Too many crumbs. Go on. Buy a new toaster. Go on. Um. I'm afraid afraid I'll have kids and regret it. <laughs> I'll co-sign that. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm afraid, I'm very f- scared of my siblings getting a really bad long-term illness. Touch wood. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid of Not my how, parents, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of how I'll manage my parents' old age. Yes, I'm afraid of that as well. I'm afraid that, um, I'm afraid of what the last words I say to people would be. Like, oh. like if they die. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I just had a fight with somebody recently, and I was like, what if they kill themselves? What Even a- though they're, like, not suicidal, I was like, oh, but what if they kill themselves, but also I need to stand my ground? <laughs> you can't live your life by the idea yeah, that they're going to kill themselves yeah. the next day. Um, I am also scared about what my last tweet or Facebook post would be if I had that every day. We have something incredibly vapid. I'm afraid that I, I would like to end my life having had, like, like, like having had like one significant relationship, like having had like the most significant relationship instead of just like a series of ones hmm, that really? are like good. Do you know That's what I mean? Interesting, yeah. Like I would like one to stand How out. How many relationships do you think you'll have in your life? I think I've got about four more in me. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know because I think I'm like. Uh, I reckon I I don't Jennifer? think I've ever <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever been in love. Really? Not significantly. And really? that's what I'm afraid of is that I'll never that will never happen. I find it so tricky. Find it so tricky to be in love. Yeah. I just find it tricky relating to people in general. I think I fall in love too easily. I'm quite f- scared of the fact I know that a lot I, of people like that. Yeah, that I don't know myself and know what actual love. Like I want to know what love is. I want you to show <laughs> me. You know what I mean? I think that's. I think that that is a worldwide thing. 
Yeah. Because here's what here's what I'm afraid. I'm afraid of that I'll get in a relationship. Like the most significant relationship in a life will be one I shouldn't be in. Wow. I have a fear that my my hair will be ripped out. Chunks of hair. Like someone will rip out chunks of my hair. I'm afraid of doing an adventure sport and actually being the one person that dies. <sighs> Fucking hell. I'm afraid of the idea of having kids and my kids really hating me. I'm afraid of having kids and them doing something really bad. Yes, I'm afraid of my hair having kids and them. Imagine if you're Hitler's mother, you know. I mean, yeah, you'd just be pissed. Uh, you'd be fucking mm. r- r- just absolutely gutted. I'm afraid of um, uh, the dark. I'm afraid of dying unexpectedly. Yeah, I'm afraid of dying in a comical way. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were having sex or you like farted okay. yourself. To yeah, death. farted myself to death. Yeah. Okay, I think those are crazy. Oh my god! Oh my god! If you fart yourself to death, I swear to God, I will have the grandest celebration at your funeral. But isn't that funny though? Like, I'm so scared of dying. I'm petrified of the idea, and I get really sad and really upset mm. the idea of it happening mm. to anyone. But if I died farting myself to death, there is no <laughs> way in good conscience that I could not let my family and friends celebrate that fact. I just, I appreciate it. And you know what? It's nice to know that I can do that with your blessing. (laughs) You could absolutely do it with my blessing. And I fart myself to death. I mean, I'm almost to the point that you can put on my headstone. (laughs) I'm going to get cremated anyway. But you can put it on my memorial. Yeah, so what's the deal if you get cremated? Where do people go to see you? They can't. Um, I want to get dumped in the sea, so just go to the That's beach. That's quite nice. Maybe I want to do that. At the moment in my will, I have a will. Shout out to do my lawyers. You? Yeah. Um, Fuck. In my will, I'm being Am buried. I in your will? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. What happens to my money is it goes half to my parents if they're still alive. Yeah. And half to my siblings. If my parents are dead, it goes half to my siblings, half to my nieces and nephews. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Any room for uh, Amnesty International in there, or are you just I've not? I've none of it to charity. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's good. I don't have a will, so I can't speak. Um, but uh, interestingly, though, can I just point this out? Yeah. When we were making wills, that was a burp. That was a burp, yeah. That was <laughs> a burp. <laughs> when we were making wills, um, I didn't provide for children, but the person I own the house with did. And I was like, what does that indicate? Well, no, but like, you do, don't you think, so you, but like, you'll change your will if you have children, right? Yeah, you can. But it was interesting, though, that she was already there. She was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and some people are already there. Some people are already there, Alice. Yeah, you're They're right. They're already there. I have a fear of, um, uh, what do I have a fear of? Oh, I've run out of fears. I have a fear I'll never reach my goal weight. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. I have a fear of, um living my life and not I genuinely on the car the other day I was like driving to work and I was like da, 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 da. and then suddenly I was struck with the fear that um and the absolute assertion to myself that I'm never going to achieve as much as I hope to at this age at 24 all my dreams and ambitions they're not realistic and I won't achieve them yeah I have a fear that I've picked the wrong career yeah, I have a fear that um I've done the same. You didn't really have another choice. Well. You've been doing it for so long. You're like born into it. Yeah, but I could have done something else. Yeah, you could. You could do anything you want to do. I could have. I can't do it now because I didn't continue doing maths. Something on my phone I wrote, and I think it taps into my greatest fear. And that was that um, 
Oh, shit. What was it? Oh, no. I've got to find it. Sorry. Hang on. Swing the mic away. All right. I'll, I'll buy time. Although, I actually, I'll make my apologies. <laughs> so, I... I, 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 I Don't let me make my apologies. Okay. Do you want to sing it in? Or? Um... At... Uh, I'm sorry, I can't be Alice apologizes. I'd like to apologize for my hubris on the last episode of the podcast where yeah. I said I could do anything. I set my mind to it. That was a foolish statement. I regret it and I'm embarrassed by okay. the obnoxious tone it set, really the message it sent to people um, who struggle with confidence issues. Okay. Um, I want to say thank you. For sticking through to this episode and hearing the apology, uh, I won't be engaging in that sort of behaviour again. There's literally no one. Um, I want to apologise to Cher. Uh, I'm sorry we used you as an example of plastic surgery. Dolly Parton too. I think you're great. I'm really inspired by the work you do and the people you are. Uh, I'd like to apologise to Upworthy because you don't deserve to be on the same list as that fucking bitch, Alan DeGeneres. And that was Alice Sneddon apologises for the last time this season on Bonus of the Mind. And um, this actually plays into, you know, what we what we want to do in future seasons. But um, this obviously is the last episode of the season and I want to thank listeners <laughs> for, uh, for your support. Um, and the note that I wrote was... Um, probably one of the darkest things I've written. It was an idea for a stand-up joke. And all I wrote, and you can see this, Alice. Mm-hmm. I can't read it without my glasses. You can't 3D print a soul. <laughs> so take that from that what you will. That's um, the kind of intellectual powerhouses we <laughs> we talk, We think we know about technology. Oh, we know about shit. mind and body. We know about souls and we know about philosophy. I think we should end on something positive for the end of the season. This is significant. If you're stuck with us this long, I just want to say like, good on you for like making a good decision. Yeah. And good on you for like, I don't know, valuing women's voices. Yeah. And I want to, <laughs> and I want to, I want to speak to you directly out there steve you know who you are mm-hmm. in particular your feedback has helped feed the podcast grow it uh and we've learned a lot from from your listenership well how do you think listeners and the two listeners that listen to this listen to it do you reckon they listen to it before bed in a group in a group just huddled around at a snedhead or met a fan meeting what i think they do is steve goes and picks up jenny that's our other listener mm-hmm. and then they listen to it in the car and they go for a drive Mm-hmm. And uh, and then at the end of the episode, he drops her off and uh, he drives off and he thinks, God, I thought that would be the time that I profess my love, but I didn't do it. I'll have to wait till next episode. And Jenny goes into the house being like, do, 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 completely oblivious to the yeah. fact that Steve, our other listener, is in love with her. Shout out to my male listeners in the Steve, uh, Steve. just Steve. And Jenny, it's, it's right, like man. fucking turn on your brain, mate. Steve is into it. Give it a go. It's Get like it every good rom com. It's just like do it. Just do it. Um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm really sorry about like all the stuff we've said. Like you know, just bleep all that stuff out, Tim. I think I think I think you know which ones to bleep out. Follow follow me on um Twitter, not uh, because I tweet a lot, but because when I get a follower, I feel validated. And um, yeah, thanks for doing the podcast with me, Ellis. I appreciate your time. And your mind, and I think you're a really smart person who uh, has a lot of, you know, um, talent. 
And thank you, Rose, for saying all that. Oh, my God. Goodbye. For, goodbye you to you, <laughs> personally. I'll tell you what I think of you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks again to our sponsor, Karma Cola, for sponsoring this and making it happen. Love you, Karma. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bonus of the Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try the worst idea of all time? Ow! This movie's still fine. Uh, it still surprises me, like, you know, walking around meeting new people and you explain what the podcast concept is um, here at the festival and people are going like, do you really watch it each time? And yeah. even people who have followed through with listening to it, we fucking do, guys. We watch it every single it's time. It's not an intelligent podcast, but it is a podcast loaded with integrity. So, um. Not every episode is good. But every episode is real. It is authentic. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 